Martin, do you know a guy named Little Johnny? You ever heard of Little Johnny? Besides Little John and the Eastside Boys? No. Okay, this is different. Let me tell you a story about Little Johnny. A teacher asked her class, what do you want to be when you grow up? Little Johnny says, I want to be a billionaire, going to the most expensive clubs, take the best bitch with me, give her a Ferrari worth over a million bucks, an apartment in Hawaii, a mansion in Paris, a private jet to travel through Europe, and to make love to her three times a day. The teacher, surprised, shocked, and not knowing what to do with the bad behavior of the child, decides not to pay any attention to him and continue the lesson. Teacher says, and you, Susie? Susie says, I want to be Johnny's bitch. Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, Martin is back. To my left, Uncle Buck. And fresh off the plane from Malibu, California, is my main man, D.G. Good to be home. How was it? How was the trip? It was good. Yeah, good, it was good. Good little was, getaway? I'm glad we <clears throat> I'm glad we chose where we, where we went to go. Uh, you know, a lot of places to go out there. Malibu, never been to California, never really been out west. I uh, went to Vegas once, but never really been any further west than that. So, uh, not disappointed at all. Good time. What'd you get into? I mean, we were out there for a week. First of all, I want to say that even though Monk, when Monk was on, he was talking about Malibu. He'd been out to Malibu before. That's not the reason we went. We'd, we'd had this trip planned ahead of time, just coincidental that the week before we go, Monk's on here talking about Malibu. Um, Talked to him a little bit after the show about it, just the hot spots and where to go. But you would be surprised, man, how many state parks and state beaches there are in Malibu. Really? Yeah, just a lot of state parks, a lot of state beaches, um, really scenic. And every one of them's a little bit different than than the other. Um, We hit up Zuma Beach, which is... If you're a local, you, I'm sure you've heard of Zuma Beach. It's pretty, it's pretty famous, pretty popular. We went to Carrillo State Park one day. That was a good time. Solstice Canyon. I mean, there's this great hiking out there. Just the scenery is is nothing like what you're going to see around here, which was which was cool. Did you go rollerblading at all? We did. Yeah, we 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 took one day. Um, I don't know. If this came up when Monk was on or not, you guys might have talked about Venice Beach, Muscle Beach. So we rollerbladed through Muscle Beach. Okay. Yeah, we're on the boardwalk. Did you rent some skates? Yeah, they got they got rollerblade rental places all over the place, and and skate rental too. If you if you're into skating, but we did we did blading. Were you in a speedo? Because me and Buck talked about at the end of last week's episode. We were wondering if you were out rollerblading in a speedo. I was not in a speedo. That's not really my style. I was, you know, just, you know, shorts and a and a t-shirt like okay. like typical, but I saw some guys rollerblading in speedos. Monk said that the women on Malibu Beach are way different than what you would see at Myrtle Beach. True or false? Uh, true. A lot of silicone walking around. Fair enough. So it's like Baywatch. 
A lot of silicone walking around. A lot of a lot of women, men and women, walking around, and you look at their faces, and you're just like, that ain't all natural. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they they've had some eye work done. They've had some mouth work done. They've had some neck work done. Maybe some ass implants. Men and women. Men and women. It was it was weird. Frankly, it was weird. Other than the silicone faces, did you run into anybody while you were down there? Any celebrities maybe laying out on the beach or uh, any like, uh, what do they call that? The people with the cameras. Paparazzi. Paparazzi. Did you see anybody getting out of limos with the paparazzi waiting on them? Anything like that while you're in California? Not really. Um, I mean, most most days we were there, we just stuck to the, the parks and the beaches. Uh, we went and ate at Jeffrey's one night. You ever heard of Jeffrey's? No. It's it's it, it's is it Jeffrey Dahmer's place? No, no. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, if if you're from that area of California, you've heard of Jeffrey's. It's pretty famous. Um, it's just right on the beach. Sinatra used to go there all the time. Dean Martin, the Rat Pack, Hollywood celebs. Like it's it's a two week waiting list to even get on their waiting list. So this is something that we had planned way way ahead of time. But it was unbelievable. Sea seafood was unbelievable. The water was extremely extremely nice like think about think about east coast like myrtle beach right think about that water yeah you think about gulf side florida Mm -hmm. 10 times clearer and prettier than gulf side florida water really it was it was unbelievable no and every it was like everywhere we went just blue crystal blue clear nice really nice how was the flights long flight they were we um we had a stop over in Vegas for about an hour and a half on the way there. Any slots? No, not really. Okay. I was too hungry. I was just What'd you get at the I airport? Was, I was head hunting a Popeyes as soon as we touched down. Did you get the chicken sandwich? No. I got the I got the combo meal. Did they have a Sabaro with the Cajun pizza? fries? No, they didn't. I didn't see a Sabaro, but I have my mind. I something about traveling guys when I'm in an airport, it's Popeyes. Fair that's, enough. That's that's my move. Period. Cool. Wherever you go, there was one. Was one thing I wanted to add. There was one day we drove into Hollywood, which is about a half hour away from where we were staying in the rental car, and um, we hiked. There's a trail, you know, the Hollywood sign yep. on the, you know, it's, yep. everybody knows that. You see it in movies and TV shows all the time. It's like up on a hillside. Well, there's a hiking trail kind of up past that sign. So we just decided to go and hike there one day, just get some exercise. Nice day out. Had a celebrity sighting. No shit. Who we got? Anthony Mackie. You know him? No idea. That name ring any bells? No. How about the Falcon from the Avengers movies? Never seen it. No. All right. How about Eight Mile? Yeah. Pa- Papa Doc. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Got Papa me here. Doc from Eight Mile. Gotcha. He was the Falcon on the Avengers movies. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or whatever it was, one of those Avengers movies. But yeah, he was he was um he was like running, he was like getting a workout in, and we see, we saw him coming up the trail, and you just like you saw him at a distance, and you were like that guy looks like he could be important, you know he that guy might not just be a regular guy, and then like twenty yards behind him, kind of like light jogging, was this freaking huge dude. And I'm guessing that was his bodyguard. Probably. Like, making sure, yeah, you Yeah, know. I'd say you're probably right. Yeah, but Anthony Mackie, that was pretty cool. Was this an advanced intermediate trail? I mean, no, it's just a hiking trail, but, like, a lot of those celebrities, they will, they'll run it, like, as a 
part of their workout. I mean, they all live right in that area. You know, for them, it's like walking up the street. You know, overall, out of ten, how was your trip? I give it a, I give it an eight. Cool. I give it an eight. It so you'd good, go back. Good trip. Good time. Yeah. Were the people rude? They're a little different. I wouldn't call them rude, but there, there's not that Midwest hospitality you get when you're you know around here. Like a nice little jeep wave. Yeah, when and you pass them. And like when we would go out places and talk to people, uh, you know, like our waiters and waitresses at restaurants, like they looked at us like. You, you guys aren't from around here. Like, you, they, they could tell we had common accent. Like, we were from back east, Appalachia, whatever. But I didn't care. I'm not, cool. I'm not yeah, here to impress anybody. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm not trying to impress anybody. We're glad to have you back. Now, on to you, Uncle Buck. We weren't even sure if you were going to make it here today because you were supposed to be on a weekend trip with your wife and your dog. But plans changed. So, you're here today. What happened? Yeah, I've... I'm going to ask a question. You guys ever drove five, six hours round trip for something to eat? Never. Never. No. We did for a pizza. Six hours round trip for a Park Street pizza. Park Street pizza. Yeah. Never even heard of that. Millersburg, Ohio. Ever heard of Millersburg? Nope. Sugar Creek. I've heard of Sugar Creek. Berlin. Set up by the Amish country. Exactly. Okay. Yep. I've heard of it. So we had rented previously a treehouse we did for Haley's birthday. Yeah. She loved it. So when we left, she, without asking me, ordered another weekend for a different treehouse for this weekend. So we show up, drive three hours. You show up on Friday? Yeah. Okay. We left Friday. Show up to the treehouse. We get situated. Go through the front door. Chopper bags. And Haley says, look at that. So these windows are kind of big, but keep in mind this treehouse is the size of where we're standing right now. Queen size bed, a miniature fridge, a tub, and that's it. Maybe a microwave. And there's like three wasp on the window. So I'm like, all right, I'll take care of it. And well, the, the wasps are inside? They're inside the treehouse at this point. So I look up and there's probably 12 more on the windows above that window. So in total, maybe 15 or 17 wasps. So she takes the dog outside. I take my shoe off and I'm in there swinging this fucking Nike around like I'm a ninja. Yeah. Killing all these wasps. Could have barred the sword if we would have known. That might have been a little overkill. Okay. So we take care of the wasp situation at that point. She contacts the person that we went through for the treehouse. She said, okay, go into town, grab something to eat. I'll send a guy there, and he'll take care of it. So we left thinking there was two nests, you know, the dauber nest or whatever they have outside. Well, I looked inside, and there was probably a quarter-inch gap inside the treehouse. So I knew for a fact that what I had done, when we leave, they're going to come right back in because there's a nest three feet from where we're at. So we left with the Park Street Pizza. Spend like $60 on a fucking pizza. Yeah. Come back. And you know those bombs? Yeah. That just disperse spray for like 45, 50 minutes. So they had a pest control guy come in and set off a bomb. I know I exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if he was a pest control guy or not, because a pest control guy would not have dropped three of these fucking bombs. Oh, okay. Maybe he wasn't. Three. 
on the back of that label said one bomb per 2,000 square feet. And you're talking, you you were in a box. I was in a fucking telephone booth, and this dude dropped three of them. (laughs) Our shit was saturated. You walked in, you could smell it. I mean, instant headache, sore throat. And then you look down on the ground, and there was probably 40 total, like, wasps that were, like, shaking, jittering, like having seizures and shit. So she contacted the person and was like, hey, we can't, we can't stay here tonight. We can't stay here fucking three weeks from now. Like, this place is condemned for the next month. Woman said, okay, we'll reimburse you. So we packed up and we drove home. Six hours for some fucking pizza. The wasp ruined your trip. They sure did. And then the pest control guy or just a, a regular guy. He had to be like 14 years old. Yeah. This dude had to be just like a teenager. Just a dipshit. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that one bomb would have sufficed. Right. This dude dropped three. Well, I hate that for you. Yeah, it sucks. That you, that you, you had this trip planned for a year, and then you go up there, and you, all you could come back with was, was, was a pizza. You got bombed out. <laughs> you, you were bummed and bombed at the same fucking time. Well, man. I mean, was the pizza at least worth it? No. What was on the pizza? Oh, fuck. What'd you have? What toppings were on that? <sighs> Black olives. Mm-hmm. Green olives. Yep. Sun-dried tomatoes. Here we go. Fresh mozzarella. Shit. Alfredo sauce mm. and pesto. Yeah. Don't forget the baby tomatoes. And the baby tomatoes. I got a picture of this. Your wife tag sip and serve on Instagram. And it really just pissed me off again with your pizza selection. If you're going to spend 60 bucks on a pizza, would you just get a pizza that you know you're going to like? She loved it. Did you? Did you? I mean, I enjoyed the feta cheese. But everything else, the olives, the the baby tomatoes, and everything else. The crust was on point. How about just a fucking pepperoni? For one time, would you two just get a pepperoni and then tag me in it? Then tag me in the picture. Well, that'll never happen now. I will probably never order just a plain pepperoni pizza and put Rolski. Ever. Fair enough. Martin, welcome back. How you been? Doing pretty good, man. Happy to be here. Martin's been on my ass, I would say, probably for two months. Saying, hey, you guys need to do this draft. I've got one plan. You guys need to do it. And I said, well, Martin, we're not going to do it without you. Next time you can come down, let me know. Martin gave me a text this week, said, hey, I'm going to be in town for three days. I'd like to stop by and do that draft with you guys. I said, sure thing. Martin, let them know what you came up with. So I have been listening to just other podcasts, and I was like, this is a good idea. And they had mentioned about um, – being dr- drunk or drinking with a celebrity. And so I, I thought, sat there and I was like, they didn't go through like any draft or anything like that. They just said they were happened to be with, you know, at the time a celebrity drunk or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's a good topic. That's a good little draft right there. If you can come up with three to five celebrities in a draft and, you know, uh, who would you rather, who would you like to be drunk with or have a drink with, party with, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. So what we're going to do today, the draft's going to be, celebrities that you would like to sit down and have a drink with but there's a little twist we're also going to have you guys come up with one question that you would absolutely want to ask the celebrity when you're sitting down having a drink i contacted Jarrett. we haven't done a uh, draft for a while last draft was episode 69 it was the super team draft Jarrett absolutely kicked our asses up and down this studio like he won by a wide wide margin so I contacted him because he was the winner. He picked the order. 
the order is going to be myself, Uncle Buck, Martin, and then DG. DG will get back-to-back picks. I'm going to lead us off. First pick of this celebrity draft that we'd like to have a drink with. I'm going to go with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I mean, I feel like he's one of the most popular rappers of all time. Um, everybody knows him. He's in commercials. He's all at the NBA games. He's uh, won several uh, music awards. I think he's one of the most interesting guys out there, and I would like to sit down and have a drink with him. I'm not sure what Snoop Dogg drinks. I mean, I would imagine he drinks Corona because he's the he's the pitch man. For Probably him be now. Corona, or maybe he drinks his uh, wine that he came out with. What about gin and juice? Yep, he probably drinks some gin and juice. That's a, that's a good uh, yeah, that's, that's a good pick, Buck. I was going to say I don't want to be that person, but I'm going to say it. But he might drink Henny. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he drinks some Hennessy. Okay, let's just go with some gin and juice. I'm going to sit down, have a drink with Snoop Dogg, drink some gin and juice, and I'm going to ask him, Snoop. Whenever I see you on TV, probably 80% of the time I see you, if you're not like um, at a basketball game or something, you're always smoking. You've always got that green, that green ganja on you. And I'm going to ask him, how the hell do you stay out of jail, dude? You're out in public. And he's going to say, well, I'm a celebrity now. I mean, it's just, it's just my persona. I'm going to say, okay, well, how about this? Snoop, you've looked the same for 30 years. You haven't aged a bit. What the hell you been doing, man? Because tell us your secrets. He's been getting some of that Martha Stewart poon. <laughs> Dude, that guy has not changed at all. Really you know how hasn't. old Snoop Dogg is? I think he's like he's like 65, and he does not look it. No, he doesn't. He's looked the same since he's been 30. The last 35 years, he hasn't changed a bit. So I'm going to ask him, Snoop, what's your secret? <laughs> he's going to tell you. It's that Martha. Steady dose of Martha. <laughs> <laughs> where do you think he lives? Like, where do you think his LA, house is? LA, for yeah, sure. For sure. All right, so, so it's legal in Cali. Right. Yeah, so... It hasn't always been, no, but it is now. It has yeah. been for a while. And that's why I came up with a second question, because he's going to say, well, you know, I'm Snoop Dogg. I can do right. whatever the hell I want. Right. Buck, what do you think? So I'm, I'm going off a certain party aspect. Okay. All right? I'm going to try to keep this all in the same category, but my first pick is going to be Tiger Woods. Interesting. I love golf. Dude can golf, obviously. And he can straight, he can do some tooting. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he parties. Yeah. So I I want to spend a night with Tiger Woods after a round of golf and just get obliterated. I don't want to even remember my previous week before that. Just, I want to be so fucked up. Just don't drive anywhere. Well, and that's, that's going to be my question is why don't you call an Uber? I think that's a good question to ask. I think that's fair. Okay. That's going to be my question to Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, okay. Any thoughts on that? Pick yeah, guys? I got a thought. Like, let's say you are Tiger Woods, like one of the most high-profile athletes in America, in American history, really. Like, why? why okay, let's <clears throat> put yourself in his shoes. He's at he's at a friend's house. He has a little too much to drink. He can't get himself home. He, so he calls an Uber driver. Like that Uber driver is going to know that's it's Tiger Woods, right? So, who's to say the Uber driver's not going to, like, snap some pictures, post them to Instagram, make a tweet, like, whatever, and there you go. Like, there, there's bad publicity all of a sudden. Okay. Like, yeah, hey, look, I'm, I gave Tiger Woods a, a ride because he was too hammered to get himself on. Well, Tiger Woods has got enough money he could probably just hire his own personal driver. No, I agree. So, how about he just does that and not call an Uber? 
Yeah, well, if he fair. can, if he could do that, why hasn't he done that in the past? Well, that's what that would be the question. That's, yeah, why, why don't why you have do a personal you, driver? Yeah, why do you drive? That's the question. When you get that fucked up, why do you drive? Yeah, that's it right there. Okay, that's a good pick, Martin. All right, this probably is going to surprise people because I'm really not uh, his biggest fan, um, but I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. Great pick. And the question I'm going to ask him is. How often do you get lit? He's going to say whenever I win the Super Bowl because he was hammered at that you're right, party. You're right. But I, so counter that then like in your spare time, like obviously like, you know, winning Super Bowls, great, but you're so laser focused. How often do you get lit in your spare time other than winning the Super Bowl? Dude, he said that during the season, he doesn't drink one drop. That's and you fine. can t- you so, can tell. You can tell. I agree. But I'm saying off season, spare time. You I know mean, what look I mean? at him like, and Ben Roethlisberger, the two of them. They're what? Almost identical in age. Yeah. One of them. Look at the two of them. I know. One's got a noodle for an arm. One's got a noodle for an arm and looks like a inflatable pool raft. And then you got Tom Brady who still looks like he's twenty. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like the pick, Martin. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I think Tom Brady would be fun to get screwed up with just because he looked like he was a fun drunk. Right. And then like being escorted out and he was just like. Oh, yeah. He was throwing up the deuces and then he fell and then he got right back up and threw up some more deuces. And then he threw Great. the fucking trophy. Trophy. Like across that, the bow, right? Across the bow. Yeah, like that's a blast the, to me. Yeah. So I think Tom Brady would be a hell of a dude to just kick it with. And made the completion. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's just a goat. My question is. I know he got messed up on tequila at the Super Bowl parade. Like, do you think he's a, a tequila guy? Like, that's what he typically drinks when he's when he drinks, or is it something else? That's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Red, red wine. What I would say think? he's a wine. drinker. I was about to say the same thing. Wine drinker. I, I tell I, I tell you this, like, and you know, he came out with that book a few years ago, TB12, like the TB12 diet or whatever, and he avoids. He does not eat any nightshades. They're called nightshades, which. Like one an example of a nightshade is tomatoes. Like he doesn't eat anything that has tomatoes in it. Like pizza sauce, pasta sauce, nothing. So if he's not eating tomatoes, is he drinking wine since it's made from grapes? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. It is a good question. It's a good thought. You're up, brother. So I got back to backs here. Um I got a list here. I mean the order doesn't matter. Nobody else is gonna draft my guys. And are we are we putting these to a vote? Oh yeah, mine aren't going to get this. This list ain't going to get anybody's vote. It's <laughs> mine, whatever. Mine I don't either. care. But <laughs> but damn it, I would really like to have a beer with with all of these gentlemen. Hell yeah, that's what um, it's about. That's what I'll we're just, here for. I'll just my number one. I'll just go with Joe Burrow. Fair because everybody likes Joe. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I watch him every week, and I know what kind of quarterback, what kind of football player he is. I know he's a Southern Ohio guy. Seven four zero. I would just love to just you know have a few beers with him. Just you just kick it. You get to know the real Joe Burrow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean for sure. That guy that was smoking that cigar after yeah. winning, winning the national. On the exactly. Relax. It looks like he was relaxing. Yeah. yeah. What you know? What are your favorite TV shows? Like, what do you do when you're not preparing for football games? Like, are you a gamer? Like, what do you like to do? You know. Just, do you know a Bella Danger? Do you know a Bella Danger? <laughs> oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows. So, yeah, that's that's number one. And I, I would like just it. and I would just ask him like, my question I guess would just be, like, hey, what do you like to do when you're not consumed with football? Right, you know, free time. Yeah, you should also ask him how much pull he had in the Jamar Chase draft pick. 
I think it was a lot. I think so, too. I think it was a lot. I think he signed the fucking card, didn't he? <laughs> I would say you'd yeah. have to. It didn't have Zach Taylor's name on it one bit. No, it just said no. Joe B. Sign off. Me. Do it now. <laughs> next pick, DG. My next pick, uh, not many people are going to know who this is, but uh, he's my favorite comedian, Theo Vaughn. Yeah. So he's going to be my, he's going to be my second guy. I would love to have a beer with. But the thing is about Theo, he's a recovering alcoholic and he doesn't drink anymore. So I'd probably have a beer and he would probably be drinking Liquid Death, which is one of his like main sponsors on his show. Just a water out of a can. Just a what? Yeah. Just a just a brand of water, like a real fancy brand of water. But um, I would just love to meet him because I really enjoy his comedy and he seems like a really down to earth dude. And I would just love to. Just, you know, hang out with him one-on-one. Theo's a uh, very successful comedian and podcaster. He's got, yeah, he's got a he's got a pretty big following um, in his own right, on his own podcast. He's been on Rogan before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Very interesting guy. If you haven't checked out who Theo Vaughn is, you need to, because DG got me on to him, and I really like him as well. Yeah. Martin. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with uh, Denzel. Denzel Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Denzel. Uh, one of my favorite actors. Um, I'm gonna save the other one probably because he didn't even make the list that I have written down. But I would definitely like to have one with this person. Now, when you sit down with Denzel, what yeah. do you think he's gonna drink with you? Something tells me he's a he's a dark liquor type of person. Okay. So maybe like a bourbon or something. I can definitely see him drinking something on like the rocks. That. On the rocks, yeah, for sure. On the rocks with a fat cigar in his mouth. Oh yeah. yes, I could see Denzel smoking a stogie. Oh yeah. And the question I would probably ask him is, what is his favorite film that he's been in? That's a great question. I would, lo- I would love to know what his yep. answer to that I is. I think he, w- I think he would surprise you. I'm not sure what he would say, but I think it'd be something totally off the wall. Not I something that's not been real high profile. Right. I agree. I agree for sure because I, I don't. I think he would. Say, most people would want to say, you know. Training Day, um, Remember the Titans, those those movies. But I would definitely agree that it was pro- it's probably a movie that is it was an under the radar movie for him for sure. Yeah. Okay, Buck. I'm going with the worm, Dennis Rodman. We just talked about him what on a few episodes ago. I I believe Tiger Woods and Rodman have spent some time together, so I'm trying to collaborate. You're just trying to draft five guys that would just like to get shit canned. Exactly. <laughs> I thought this would. I thought this I was think, the whole draft. I, I think you're on track. Uh, I mean, we know Rodman took some time off when the Bulls needed him the most, right? Yeah. Just to go out and be a wrestler for a weekend and get tuned up, and probably slay some of the hottest poon that all of us growing up have ever seen. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. And I would just ask him on a weekend in Vegas, A, the amount of Coke, and B, how many times with Carmen? You think they just spent 16 hours in that hotel room? I'd say they didn't leave very often. I would agree. Room service. A lot of room service. Okay. Dennis Rodman. So who you got? Dennis Rodman and Tiger Woods. Yep. It's a hell of a list. I got back to back here. I'm going to go with Joe Rogan. DG mentioned him earlier. Um, I think Joe Rogan's got one of the most, actually it's the most successful podcast in the whole world right now. A lot of high profile guests. One of the most interesting guys that you'll ever listen to is Joe Rogan. And you know, we're, we're big into podcasting right now. And the thing is, I wouldn't ask him about potting. 
because I listen to his show. I don't want to ask him anything that I don't already know. But I haven't figured out what his all-time number one favorite conspiracy theory is. And when I sit down with him, I want to sit down, drink some bourbon, maybe a beer or two or 20, and I want to dig into his brain. I want him to make me a believer in his number one conspiracy theory. I think that'd be an interesting conversation. That's That would be fascinating. Joe Rogan, do you listen to his shit? Yeah, yeah. The shit that they talk about on there. And the thing is, their pods are like three hours long. Well, the thing the thing that strikes me first and foremost about Rogan is like how high profile his guests always are. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got like Elon Musk on there. I mean, he's got some huge names. The one always. we listened to and had Amanda Knox. I don't know if you guys know the Amanda Knox story. The chick that was overseas and got framed for murder. Her, oh, yeah, yeah. She was on there and like gave in detail her entire like seven or eight years she did in jail. As she was innocent. That'd be wild. So that would be that would be my first pick, Joe Rogan. Back to back here. I'm gonna go with a guy who just loves to kick ass and drink a lot of beer, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. I knew when you said Steve Austin, probably the most popular professional wrestler of all time. If you ask anybody from the age to for probably sixteen Right now, all the way to probably 70 years old, that's how long he's been relevant. Everybody's going to know who the hell Stone Cold Steve Austin is. I feel like Stone Cold, that's a household name, even for people that don't follow wrestling. Right, it is. Everybody knows who he is. They know who Stone Cold is. They've seen highlights. Right. Somewhere. And then you always see, like, nowadays it's popular. That's why I think, like, the younger demographic would know who it is. Like, the TikTok is real big, like, with his glass breaking and uh, people are like chugging beers on TikTok and spraying it all in the air like he used to do in the wrestling ring. That's real big on TikTok right now. So the younger demos starting to like, who the hell's music's at? And they look it up. It's not called Steve Austin. So now they're watching highlights. But he's always, he was always my favorite and still is today. And I don't think anybody will ever ever take that from him. But I think I'll, I wouldn't ask him anything about wrestling. I follow him on Instagram and he's big into hunting. He's big into like riding side by sides and he shoots a lot of guns. So I'll just ask him, I mean, like, what do you like to hunt, man? Because he lives in Nevada. I mean, he's not hunting a bunch of white-tailed deer out there. He's hunting, like, cougars and shit. So I, th- I think I'd be an interesting combo. Just talk about hunting with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, if you ever want to know about how to hunt a cougar, just let me know, bro. I should have just drafted you. You should have. Well, the rule was celebrity. Oh. Look at this Look at this, shit. Look at this. Shots fired at Uncle so. Buck. That don't you don't make the cut for that. So buddy. not yet. To round out my list, I've got Snoop Dogg, Joe Rogan, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uncle Buck. I'm keeping him with golf. One of the uh, the best of all time, Mister John Daly himself. I would like again to get these three together, play around the golf, smoke some ciggies, some Pall Mouse, Kentucky's best, maybe some Cubanos, and just three or four kegs later, go out to Vegas and just rip it up. I mean, Uncle Buck's going for this the straight party crew sure appeal. Is. Absolutely. And he might just walk away with this draft. I mean, I'm I like I said, I don't want to remember the night. What would you ask John Daly? I, I didn't know about the ask the questions. I sent it in the text. Do you read them? I can't read. Um I don't know. I'd probably his most memorable win maybe on on the PGA That's tour. Fair. Or maybe how he uh you know, how do you just hit the ball so fucking far? Because he hits, what, 
400 yard drives. It's a good, Still. It's a good question. And then at that age, how old is he? I'm sure he's like 64 or 65. Yeah, one good tip from him, and maybe you'll drive a little further than 150 yards. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Yeah. Martin. I'm just going to go with my favorite uh, artist of all time, and I'm going to go with Tupac. Tupac. We said dead or alive, so Tupac yep. is on the table. I'm go with Tupac. I now, really, what, what is it about Tupac? I mean, we got his picture hanging up in the studio here. Absolutely. Uh, I like what his music stood for when I was a kid growing up. Okay. My dad would put on a lot of oldies, and Tupac was one of them. And so I just gravitated toward him. And just how the music and what he what he said in his music, you know, that's what he lived by. I guess I would ask him, see, I, I would really want to ask him how much more music did he have to put out? I mean, that was probably... The stuff that never got released before yes, his death? Yes. I'd say he's had some bangers. I was about to say, him, yeah, he would. He has a lot. I would say he's probably got at least 50 to 100 just like two albums that aren't Absolutely. even released. Yep. And I heard, I don't, I can't state a source because I can't remember where I heard it from, but I heard that maybe like um, one of his producers back then or like his manager has some underground tapes that music that no one's ever heard before, but he can't release them. Oh, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. I would not be surprised at all. I feel like when Tupac got killed, he was like, he was only like 24, 25. Yeah, he's only yeah, he was only right? he was only in the game for like a year. Yeah. I mean yeah. that dude, I think it's safe to say his best music was ahead of him. Absolutely. Yeah. Same way with Biggie, I think. For right? sure. Both of them. Both of them. I agree. So that's a good pick. What do you think Tupac's drinking? He looked like a henny guy. <laughs> I'll definitely say he's drinking some henny, he, Martin. He looked look like a henny guy. <laughs> what is what is henny? Bro, don't ask me because I'm not drinking it. Have you never had it? Oh, I listen. Look. I'm not, I don't drink liquor like that. So, Henny, no, nah, I'm, I'm cool on that. I'll, I'll take, if I have to take a shot of something, um, it's probably tequila. And that's only because my fiance, she's a tequila queen. So I've kind of gotten used to that. But I don't, I don't really, I stick to, I stick to the beer mostly. It's good to know what your lane is. Oh, yeah. I stay in my lane. That's it. That's it. DG, back to back here. So uh, my my three is going to be Morgan Freeman. Okay, kind of going going off of Marty with the actor. Uh, he said he would he'd like to chill with Denzel. I'm going to go Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, I just feel like he is established. You know, he's been a star for years and years and years. I mean, he's on the Walk of Fame. He's the he's the man. He's been in all kinds of great movies. I mean, he's a he's just he's an icon. And not only that. But I just think he'd just be a cool ass dude to have a beer with. Like I really do. He he kind of gives me that vibe. Like I you know, and I don't know a whole lot about him, but I just feel like he's good to people that are around him. You know, he doesn't act like he's he's humble. He's better than everybody else, right? Yeah, I just feel like he would be really cool to just just chill and I feel like he'd be a wine guy. You like wine? I, I can drink it. I mean, I, don't I know care. you like to slap the bag, but I don't think Morgan's slapping the bag. Maybe I can convince him to slap the bag. That would be night. pretty cool if you could. If I slap the bag with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. But I guess the question I would ask him is just, um, you know, you're one of the most successful actors of all time. And like, what is your success as a Hollywood actor? Like, what's it taught you about life? I guess. Okay. And just see what he has to say about that. I think that's a fair question yeah. to ask. Back to back, yeah. Here. Back to back, my my. Uh, this is my number four, Jerry Seinfeld. 
seen that one coming. Yeah, he uh, he's a co-creator of Seinfeld, one of the most popular, most successful sitcoms of all time. You know, uh, I don't know if you follow you know pop culture a whole lot or or not, Rolski, but uh, Netflix just recently purchased all the Seinfeld episodes. Seen and, that, and they're all on they're all on Netflix now. True or false? Friends was on Netflix and it just got taken off, right? It got taken off and Seinfeld got put on. Yep, that's what I heard. I don't know where Friends went. I don't really care, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Friends is trash. But besides I, uh, Jennifer Anderson, it's garbage. I think that you know. Seinfeld lasted for nine seasons, right around about, you know, 15, 20 episodes a season. And I believe Netflix just paid Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David, the co-creators of Seinfeld, around 10 to ten to $12 million an episode. But yeah, I mean, they're still relevant today. That's my whole point. Okay. And so it's a show that I love, and I would just like to sit down with Jerry and just be like, hey, man, how did you even come up with the idea for the, the TV show? Just see what he has to say there. Fair enough. Martin, back to you. What is this, Martin's fourth pick? That's my fourth pick. Okay, all right. I'm going to go with Darius Rucker. All right. Really? Yes, I am. I'm going to go with Darius Rucker, and I'm going to go with him because I want to ask him, why country music? What made you want to help change the game for country music? What do you think you would say? I honestly don't know. I think that's why he wants to ask. Yeah, I really, really don't know. You think? Do you think? I thought about this because you know before he was a country guy, he was with Hootie and the Blowfish, Blowfish. real, real popular band. I mean, very successful. I always thought maybe part of his move to country was because a he liked that he liked that style of music, but but b I mean he felt like he could just make make the bag by himself, like doing his solo thing. I agree. I mean, he's great at it. He's wonderful at it. Um, I still have yet to see him in concert, but I would love to. But he's 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 really really talented in country music. I mean, too. yeah, he's talented, and I feel like he's proved he's pretty versatile too. Absolutely, making that Absolutely. switch from like pop music to country music for sure. But Ricky, the Wild Thing, Vaughn, Mister Charlie Sheen, with my fourth overall pick. You are you got a crew over here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you're 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 not pulling any punches today. Uh, what I mean, is it about Charlie Sheen? I mean, Major League, we grew up watching that. Fantastic movie. Maybe it's top three sports movie of all time. And we were young enough to not really know who Charlie Sheen was. Yes. What his backstory was. We just saw him as a badass pitcher with the uh, the cool-ass haircut and the wild thing music coming in, right? Throwing straight heat. Hair's up on my arm right now, thinking exactly. about that music. Yeah. Uh, and then... I guess, I mean, he's not really a great actor in my my eyes. Not really. Other than the major leagues he had, I mean, he's dabbled in some spoof movies or Two and a Half shit. Men. Is great. Is great. Yes. He was great in that because oh. he could play himself. Never he could. It. It's funny. You got to watch it, Martin. It's funny. I'm pretty sure my dad watched Don't it. Don't watch it with Ashton Kutcher. No. You got to watch it in the early days with Charlie. Charlie okay. Sheen. I mean, Major League and Major League Two are not near nearly as successful and popular as they were without Charlie Sheen. Can we agree on that? 100%. I mean, he just he's one of the main central characters in those movies. Buck, what is it about Major League that made you want to pick him? I just What do you remember about him? I just want just the wild thing. People loved him. And I mean, it's off the field what he was doing that really intrigued me. You know, he loved women. Yeah. 
And I would just probably ask him, like, do you ever step in back into, like, the cleats of Ricky, the wild thing, Vaughn, and just go out and just throw some batting practice somewhere, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Hook up with the Dodgers. Say, hey, let me throw some BP. Have you ever done it? Okay. I, um... I feel like he. I feel like I read somewhere one one once upon a time that he was a pretty a pretty good relief pitcher. Like when he was in high school, like he could have pitched for like a D one college team if he wouldn't have got into acting. Did not know like that he was he was legit. And I also want to read. I also want to say I read somewhere that for major league he got on like they put him on steroids to get ready for the movie. Because I mean, like some of those shots in the movie, like, it's it's really him throwing, and he's not throwing soft. Like he's throwing hard, and he's it's, throwing real curveballs. It's just not ninety nine miles an hour. It's not no, like not like they depicted it in the movie. But like the dude could pitch. So are we talking Barry Bond steroids? I mean, I don't know. Like whatever those whatever actors get on when they want to like beef up for a like gotcha. a movie. Like That's whatever. Probably the same steroids Clay's on right now. Yeah. Have you guys seen me with my shirt off lately? <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm talking for your butthole. Oh. <laughs> and you know Charlie Sheen, he's a big Reds guy, too. He's yeah. A, he's a big Reds fan. He is. So am I up here? Are these my last two picks? Corey's K? Okay. I got two picks here. Next, I'm going to go with Kid Rock. I'm a huge Kid Rock guy. Really? I think he's a big-ass party animal. And I need I need, I need, need some craziness on my list here. So I think I'm going to put down Kid Rock. And I'm not going to ask him about music, I don't think. I'm going to ask him about Pam Anderson. He had her in her prime, and I just want to ask him how it was because she was hot on Baywatch. I had a big crush on her when I was younger, and so did Monk. Facts. Used to watch Bay, Baywatch together, and Kid Rock had her shortly after that, and I just want to ask him how was it when she was in her prime. So there it is, Kid Rock. Love the question. Next, last one, I'm going to go with Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. I mean, Barstool Sports is probably behind ESPN, the most popular sports network right now. Huge on social media. Portnoy started it from the ground up. Just sold his company for $450 million, I don't know, a year or two ago. Started the Barstool Sports Network. Huge into gambling. Huge podcasters, too. I mean, I listen, I listen to probably seven or eight Barstool Sports podcasts a day. But he drinks uh, some sangria. That's his favorite drink. So we're going to sit down and have a glass of sangria. He's a big pizza guy. And all he eats is cheese pizza, unlike you, Buck. No, like, baby tomatoes or olives and shit like that. And he or probably like, likes missionary. Or, like, hold pork. Actually, have you seen his sex tape? He likes doggy <laughs> with the chain. But we won't mention and that. And a little bit of spit. And a little bit of spit, you're right. I'm going to ask him, Dave, you got famous off your pizza reviews. If pizza wasn't available to review, what other food would you review to get famous? I feel like... I feel like I've seen him eat um, like freshly baked chocolate chip cookies every now yep, and then. Yep, he's done that. Him and his dad both do it. Yep, he's he uh, does a lot of bonus reviews. And sometimes the pizza parlors, like he'll be walking out of the pizza parlor and there'll be like a cookie shop, like a sweet shop. And he'll stop in there and do a bonus review. So besides the chocolate chip cookies, what else would you like? Just have a conversation with him. I mean, he built that multi-million dollar company from the ground up out of his mom's basement. He would write up newspapers and hand them out for free. That's how he started. So, but to finish out the top five, I know DG knows who this guy is. Alexander Ovechkin, Ovechkin. hockey player, probably the greatest 
as of right now. He's a wild man. On and off the ice. Likes to party. Likes to fight. I'm about to say he's a fighter, ain't he? And likes to score goals. In the net and in the poon. Ovechkin. But Interesting I'm, I probably, I'm probably, I, didn't, I didn't take you as a hockey guy. Bob. I'm not. I, I do not. like I do like hockey playoffs, though, when that season rolls around. I'm not a big Jackets fan. But uh, 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 it was like it was, it was only a couple years ago. The Jackets played the Capitals in the first round of playoffs, and the Capitals beat them. The Capitals ended up winning the Stanley Cup that year, if I'm not mistaken. And like Ovechkin was drunk for like half of a summer. Like he just stayed drunk. Or did you ever see the video of him stealing like the the arena cart and going down the back driveway and the garage door closes on him? Like he doesn't stop the cart. He drives through the garage door. <laughs> wow. And that's the type of night I want. Hell yeah. But, but I would probably ask Alex like how much time, because I think he's from like Russia or someplace over there, Czechoslovakia. How much time as a kid did you put in the hockey? And how much money your parents like paid yeah. for you to be to as, trap su- play. as successful as you are? Because obviously you weren't going to make it over there. Hockey's not a money grab. Right. It's probably more important over there. For sure. But they don't have. And it's what the most expensive sport to play, isn't it? I'm sure. I'm sure it's got to be one of. I'm sure them skates and sticks aren't cheap. Then you got the pads and all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's expensive. So I get it. And when you look like you look at a hockey player, they don't look athletic, but in person, like these guys are enormous, in shape. Fit and could probably play like NFL football linebacker mentality. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could walk. You could you like be in a big city and walk right by a professional hockey player, and not even know it. You wouldn't know who these guys they, unless they're missing teeth and their hair is like laid back. I mean, I don't think most of them are very very tall. I would say like the average height of an NHL player is probably like five ten, five eleven, yeah. maybe. They're, they're like small and compact. The goalies are probably quick. a little bigger. You think? Like yeah, the goalies I would, probably I would be a little say, bigger? Yeah. yeah. Goalies are probably a little taller. Could you imagine Uncle Buck, Dennis Rodman, Tiger Woods, and Ovechkin driving down a golf cart down the boulevard in Las Vegas? Well, I would want to really spend some quality time with Uncle Buck before that weekend because I don't know that he's making it out of that one alive. I don't you think so right. either. Martin. All right, my last pick, I'm going to go with Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm going to probably ask him – your wildest time ever. Was it like Wolf of Wall Street? Margot Robbie? Yeah. His movies are, he's fantastic. I mean. Do you think that bitch had some room for him on that wood in Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> was there enough room? I mean, it doesn't matter if there was room. Yeah, or it doesn't I, mean, I mean, that's just part of the plot. Yeah. She could have saved him. She could have slid over a little Rose, bit. Buck, Rose I'm with was, you. I was Thank never you. a fan of Rose's Rose. To begin Rose with. was just a bitch to begin with, yeah. in my, my opinion. Gold digger. Gold digger. Yeah. Even well, though she fell for the poor Irishman. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. I think she's a silver spooner. Silver sp- I like the silver spooner. Okay. She dropped down. You know, she didn't go with the guy with the money. You know, that's, so she was. That's it she scores her some points. It's yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so Martin, you want to ask him what his wildest time is? Absolutely. So you're you're looking for a party story. Well, I'm also looking for a party story, and I'm looking for you know a party time. Okay. Because I feel like he's gonna be the wildest out of all of them. Okay. All right, I respect that. DG, last pick of the draft. What you got? Uh, Paul McCartney. So there are two of the 
the original four Beatles members still living, Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney. And, uh, you know, Paul, he still, he still tours. Like he's still, he's still making his own music and touring and he's still pretty active on social media and everything else. So my, my pick would probably be him just cause he's a living legend. I was kind of raised on the Beatles. My dad was as well. And he kind of developed a love for the Beatles in me as I was growing up. And so I've always had an appreciation for him. And, uh, and he just seems like a great, a great dude to, to have a beer with. So go Paul McCartney. And the question I would ask is probably just like, dude, what was it like being in your early to mid twenties and being on the most popular band in the history of music? Cause I mean, I, I guarantee he's got some just un- unbelievable stories to tell about that. So wild stories. All right. So I think that's going to wrap up the draft. Going back through, Rolski has Snoop Dogg, Joe Rogan, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Kid Rock, and Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, Uncle Buck, Tiger Woods, Dennis Rodman, John Daly, Charlie Sheen, The Wild Thing, and Alexander Ovechkin. Martin, Tom Brady, Denzel Washington, Tupac, Darius Rucker, and Leo, DG, Joe Burrow, Theo Vaughn, Morgan Freeman, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld and Paul McCartney. What do you guys think? I think I'm going to lose this thing by a landslide. I'm going to come in dead last and it's not even going to be close. It's a three horse race. This one is you think? Yeah. What about the honorable mentions? Martin's got like 50. He could read off over here. The only, <laughs> the only, the only one that I left off two I left off my list was Michael Jordan. I want to ask him about his gambling habits and Dr. Dre. I wanted to ask him what it was like to like produce for, the greats in music like uh, Snoop Dogg, Easy e Ice Cube, um, Eminem, Jay-Z, 50 Cent. I just wanted to ask him that question. My two honorable mentions would be Gianna Michaels and... She's like left the game, hadn't she? She has. Where did she go? I don't know. I don't know. It's very disappointing. But she's she's disappeared. God she, damn it. I know. Someone put out a missing report on that bitch. I know. <laughs> and the other one would be Ben Affleck. Okay. DG, I know you had a few. Uh, Chris Holtman would be one of mine, a high state men's basketball coach. Uh, he would, he would be on there. I, Kid Cuddy probably be on there. I like Cuddy. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to hang out with him. Um, I don't know. Maybe coach K. All right. It's, it's a few good ones besides Holtman. Nothing against high state basketball. Just saying. Buck, what about you? You guys ever heard of Dan Blitzerian? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He was the Instagram king. Yep. Uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen would probably be up there. And then Johnny Manziel. Oh, man, you should have had him on your list. Johnny Manziel himself. (laughs) I'm kind of surprised he didn't make your A team. Saw him in Phoenix, Arizona when I went. Uh, How big is he? He's not very big. He's just tiny? He's average. Yeah, he's average. And we were at the bar, and it wasn't the bar wasn't too – it wasn't too crazy or anything. No figure, Manziel at the bar. Yeah, I know, right? And he walked in, and him and his buddy, like, it was kind of weird because he walked in, and one of his buddies, like, like kind of rushed in, you know, like they see on the movies, while well, he was like, <gasps> and then came over and was still right beside him. They sat there for a little bit. He was on his phone, and the next thing you know, he was gone. One drinking out. He didn't even drink. Oh, they didn't okay. even get no, no nothing to drink. They just sat there. He still on his phone for a little bit. They looked around. They, they were gone. Okay. it's interesting. 
All right, so we got one voicemail this week. I think you guys will get a kick out of this one. Go ahead, Corey, whenever you can. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Hey, fellas, this is Monk. Just got back from the Packers game today. I know you all like the Bengals, so all I got to say is, Go Pack Go! See you, losers! <laughs> Buck, what do you got to say to him? Uh, uh, there's not much I can say to that man unless he's drunk. DG, thoughts on him rubbing the win in? Um, Just that he's lucky that his Packers got out of Cincinnati with a win because the Bengals had two or three different opportunities to win that thing, and they didn't. Yeah, so did the Packers, though. True. I mean, there was, what, five, six total missed field goals and extra points? Five. Five or six, yeah. That can't happen. Can't happen Professional in an NFL game. But, I mean, for Monk, that, w- that would have been a hell of a game to be at. Because, I mean, th- it doesn't get much more exciting. Did, than, Monk, did Monk tell you how many Packer fans that he thought? Was I didn't it really 50? talk to was him a whole 50? lot. Was it 50-50? It had to be. Me and Corey, after the podcast last week, were sitting here down here in the studio watching the game. And... We finished it, but towards the end of the game, the Packers fans were so loud that you could hear them through the TV. When the Bengals were on defense, you couldn't hear them at all. I know. I, I noticed that watching the game in my living room. Like when the Bengals are on offense and it's third down, like I can't, I can't even hear myself talk to my wife there across so the many, living room. It so was many cheeseheads. So many cheeseheads were there. Monk was on TV. <laughs> he sent me a picture. He went back and watched it. And he was on TV. Jeez. Anyway, that'll boost the ratings. Anyways, uh, Monk's got a few stories to tell. He said he wants to come back on. He didn't get to him. He said he's he's ready to come back on. He's a little nervous the first time. He said he's he's ready to do round two. So he's cut his teeth. He's he's gotten broken in. He's ready to come back. So look forward to that. First text only text this week. Greetings, Mister Rolski and Uncle Buck. I am a fairly new listener to your podcast, and I just want to say you guys are doing a bang up job. I look forward to your upcoming episodes. In listening to your latest release, Breaking the Internet, I thought I might share a do-it-yourself project that may help you out with the problems you're having with your devil's onion ring. Step one, find you an old lawn chair. It can be fabric or an old-style rubber one. Step two, cut you an 8x8 square out of the middle of the seat portion. Step three, find you a good-sized mirror, 12x12, 16x16, the bigger the better, and slide it underneath your lawn chair. Step four, Drop trowel and carefully place your leather Cheerio in the middle of the 8x8 opening. Step 5. Have your cell phone or camera at the ready position and with a slight bend forward, you should be able to gaze into the mirror and see your clacker valve. Click away. This do-it-yourself project will eliminate the grumbling wife that is always complaining about taking pics of your prison pocket. It will also give you a sense of freedom in knowing you can look at your asshole anytime you want. If Uncle Buck, the Rim Raider, wants to assist on the build, I am sure the project will be a success. Until next time, wishes of good tidings and a better health for your sodomization station. Keep up the good work, fellas. SW. Might be the most well-put-together text message we've ever had. Whoever sent that in is a wordsmith. That was fantastic. Literary excellence. Buck, thoughts on the text? He called you a Rim Raider. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, we said before, I do like the, I do like to raid the rim. <laughs> uh, but that was a contraption for you, right? Yeah. To take a picture of your own. Right. And now I have to bend over in the studio and have my wife take pictures. Can you go, what did he call your issue? He called it a lot of things. Yeah, and a, a devil's onion? Devil's yeah. onion. Yeah. Leather pocket, I think. And then the, the prison pocket. The prison pocket. Prison pocket. Uh, he called it a lot of things. I can't go back. It's a long text. But yeah, he called it a lot of different things. Like DG said, he's a wordsmith. Uh, I mean, I think it was well put together. That's a great contraption. It's a that great we, idea. We, may, we might be able to build in the future. And you know what? I could use it for that. But you're saying you're getting into hiking and camping. You could take it to your tent site. And whenever you want to take a shit, you could sit in there. Since there's the eight by eight hole, you could just sit in the lawn chair and just shit right through it. How about that? What do I do with the toilet paper? You don't need it, do you? Uh, There's leaves. First time in a long time, we've got a tall boy review coming up. Corey the K, hit that beat. Some early outcast boys. See Martin bobbing his head. You like his song, Martin? Yeah. DG, what do you think about Outkast? I think I think Andre 3000 specifically is one of the most underrated rappers of all time. And I 100% agree with you on that. I concur. DG, do the honors on this tall boy. It's been a while. It has been a while. We have a, a tall boy in studio. It's a, what they call a natty daddy. Black can, green highlights on the top and the bottom. Uh, margins, you might say, green margins on the top and the bottom. This is a watermelon lemonade, 8% alcohol by volume, which I believe makes this a malt liquor. Malt liquor. It's a malt there. And we got one extra ounce. This is a 25-ouncer, actually. 8% alcohol by volume. That's the big one. Natty Daddy's highlighted in white with a little bit of uh, purple trim. So for those of you that haven't been listening for a while, we've got the Arnold Palmer Spike, Natural Light American, Coors Pure Light, Yingling Raging Eagle, Bush Light Corn Can, rounding out the top five. Buck, what do you think about the Natty? I know you're a big Natty guy. Natty Daddy Watermelon Lemonade. What do you think about that can? This is officially my first Natty Daddy that okay. I've ever drank. All right. The can, I like the Daddy part. It's got some, you know... I don't know what that is. Paint job to it, maybe. Has your, has your significant other ever called you daddy at any point? I'm sure she has. Okay. Just asking. I've never called her mama. Okay. But it is what it is. But it looks like if you went to Portsmouth, Ohio, there's just a random brick wall. Somebody has some graffiti tossed on it, maybe. This this may be it. Or maybe on like a, a, a cart of a train. You know how people will oh, yeah. graffiti the hell out of it? And a bridge. Yeah. I Overpass. Think this can looks like, I don't know, Crackhead made some graffiti out of it. Okay. Top five? No. It's taken five. Ooh. Okay. All right. Number Martin, five. you're a big listener of ours. You know what every one of them cans look like. What do you think about the Naughty Daddy? It's, uh, it's all right. I mean, I, I'm looking at the list there and I don't, I still like the Bush Light Corn corn can honestly. at number five yeah okay and it it's an okay can that's it to me it's okay it doesn't it doesn't wow me it's not something that uh possesses me or it's t- not something you're going to see and say oh i gotta try that exactly no i mean I, it's an okay can i it's not my top five how's it taste 
How do you guys like the taste? I've had a few sips. I don't think it's bad. No, it's not bad. It's a stomach ache. It's, but as you always said in the past, we're not grading on the taste. We're not. We're grading on the look of the can. But that, we, we that haven't flavor, talked about it, though. That flavor's scary. Absolutely. It's, it's like it's a tasty. Jolly Rancher. It yeah. is. Yes. It is. Now, I think it could be even better if you drop some Skittles or a Jolly Rancher Ooh, inside your drink. Yeah. I'll tell you what it tastes like to me is you popped a watermelon Jolly Rancher in to your mouth. Yeah. And you drink some Sprite over top of it. Ooh, I agree that's with what that. it tastes okay. like. All right. Yeah. So Martin says not top five. DG, what do you think? If I'm not mistaken, the Bushlight Corn Can cracked the top five back during round planting season. Yes, it did. Back in the early mid spring, um, and I feel like you know now that it's harvest time, the time for the corn can is kind of come, come and went. Number five, right there. Natty daddy, number okay. five. You're holding it. Okay. All right. So I guess it comes down to me. And I'm going to agree with Martin. We're going to make this interesting. I'm going to say that this can doesn't make the top five. So it's two to two. There's another person in the studio who's not on a mic right now. And I think we're going to give him the last say, the tiebreaker. So Corey K, slide on over. Give us your thoughts. Corn can. Okay. That's short, short-lived there. The corn can is going to stay. He's been a, He's been a true supporter of the corn can since it's been on. Since day one. Corey, if you had it, if you if you could rearrange the top five power rankings, however you wanted, would you keep the corn can at five or would it be higher? Three says number three. He says he's he'd got make the three it number in the three. I think it can make the case for two, but I agree with him three. Oh wow, guys! I like me me personally. I like the the cores pure light the best, and I think natural light American should be number two, and Arnold Palmer Spike should be three. Wait, say that again. Coors Pure should be number one. Natural Light should be two. And Arnold Palmer Spike should be three. I agree. And then your four and five stay the same as they are on yep, the board? stay the same. Scotty P brought in the Coors Light Pure. And I think that, that should can, be number one. It is the was, cleanest fucking can we've had in studio the, the yet. The Coors Pure Light can was, that was a good one. It was, was the clean. Angie Dickinson of Tall Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on social media. Sip and Serve Pod. We got Twitter. Instagram and Facebook. The Gmail is sip and serve pod at gmail.com. Send in a text 740-720-3537. If you want to be like Monk and call in, that's the number. What's the score, DG? Last I looked, it was 27 nothing. Who day? I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. Martin, appreciate you making the trip. Appreciate you coming in. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe. We'll catch you next week on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. Eight percent. There's no alcohol in that. It is like Papa Jolly Rancher. The Natty Daddy. The corn can lives. It's a tight one. It's, it's a terrible time to get rid of it now. Kind of is. <laughs>